Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Thursday, August the 5th. Gosh, we are moving on through. And uh, as always, wherever you are, when you are, uh, where you are listening to this, whenever you do listen to this, I wish you God's grace, God's joy, God's life within your life today. Uh, it is all gift, isn't it? it uh, and may we take time, and, and I mean this as a challenge to me, certainly, but may we take time to realize the giftedness God has given us today. Uh, okay, so one of those gifts is God's Word and uh, and the lectionary. How it was set up is how it's set up. You know, we spent a uh, whole lot of time in chapter 13, maybe about three days in chapter 14, well, yesterday was all we got for chapter 15, because today we're in chapter 16 of Matthew's Gospel. And uh, a very famous story, in fact, very um, foundational for uh, the church. Uh, one you're going to know very well, but I want you to listen to it. Not as if you've heard it a hundred times already, because you have. But I invite you to listen to it anew. And what we're going to look at is Matthew 16, Verses 13 to 23, Jesus asks the disciples, who do you say that I am? Okay, let's break open God's word. We're reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi, and he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? They replied, some say John the Baptist. Others, Elijah. Still others, Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter said in reply, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus said to him in reply, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my heavenly Father. And so I say to you, you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then he strictly ordered his disciples to tell no one that he was the Christ. From that time on, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer greatly from the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. Then Peter took Jesus aside and began to rebuke him. God forbid, Lord, no such thing shall ever happen to you. Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are an obstacle to me. You are thinking not as God does, but as human beings do. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So, uh, again, something we, we know, right? We have uh, heard this gospel reading uh, literally, uh, well, just many, many, many times. Um, uh, and as Catholics, particularly, this gospel is very foundational to us because what it does is it sets Peter 
in that role of the first among equals that would eventually be what we call the papacy or the pope. That he was the first among equals of the other disciples, the other apostles. And while they were all, you know, uh, the apostles in whatever various churches they uh, eventually came to to be with as they were, went out on mission, that Peter's church, which eventually was the Church of Rome, it started out as the Church of Jerusalem, he was there, but then he went ultimately to Rome, where he ultimately died there, that that would be the center, because Peter was the rock, and upon this rock I build my church. And, uh, and that is why Rome has come to be the center, the, you know, ultimately the Vatican, the center uh, of the, the, the Roman Catholic Church, the, the Western Church. Lots more to be said there. But ultimately, of course, the, the, the background here, the question uh, Jesus asks uh, the, uh, the disciples, of course, is the question he asks us. So he sends in the part that we didn't hear in chapter 16, because we jumped to the middle of it, he sends the apostles out two by two. And he sends them out to do the works. He gives them the uh, ability to do so. And they come back and, uh, and they go off on their own. This region of Caesarea Philippi is kind of on the north and kind of more along um, uh, the, the Mediterranean. And, uh, and so it's just a time alone to, to, hey, let's kind of break open what we learned when we were out there on our own. And so he asks a very daring question, brothers and sisters. It is a daring question. Because, you know, we're often the last one to hear what people say about us. Right? They'll say it to other people, but they often won't say it to our face. So he's very courageous in saying, okay, what are you hearing about me? What are people saying about me? Because this is when the juicy stuff's going to come out. This is when people are going to be real and say, oh, they don't like you too much. They think you're uppity. They think uh, this and that. They think you're, you know, too big for your bridge. Whatever it is, this is where we get to be, we get the truth, right? Um, and so Jesus asks a daring question. Are we brave enough to ask that question? Because he says, who do the people say that the Son of Man is? You've just been out amongst the people all over the, the northern regions here of Galilee, uh, what are people saying? And uh, and they come back and say, listen, the reports are good. People think you're a prophet. There's no doubt about it. Some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, some Jeremiah. These are some of the major prophets of the, the Jewish people. But then, of course, he turns the question on them. Okay, good. Good to know what they're saying. Good to know. But really, what's important? Who do you say? What do you believe? And brothers and sisters, I think that, of course, is the pivotal question for you and I. The gospel pivots on this question. It really does. Because all of a sudden, you know, he's been a teacher for us. He's been a healer for us, uh, a wonder worker, a miraculous person. But now he's going to turn. The gospel is going to pivot on what it means to be the Christ and what it really means. But our lives pivot on this question too. It doesn't matter, brothers and sisters, what your mom and dad say, who Jesus is. It doesn't matter, brothers and sisters, what your spouse says. It certainly doesn't matter what I say. It doesn't matter what Jesus says. 
or no, that's a dumb question. It doesn't matter what your priest says or, or a religious sister who you might have had growing up. It doesn't matter what your children say. It doesn't matter what your friends say. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, when we stand alone before God, He's going to say, Who was I to you? Who was I to you? And that is the best question, right? Now, we know the answer. Okay, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. All right, but then all we're doing, if that's, if that's the easy answer for us, we're just taking Peter's words. I'm asking us, brothers and sisters, to take today and answer that for ourselves. Who do we say Jesus is? Is he our hope? Is he our friend? Is he our guide? Is he our light? Is he our foundation? Is he our source of life? Is he our glue? Uh, is he uh, a mystery? Is he... Um, I don't know. I mean, the answers are as, as original and as unique as we are. Because your answer today may not have been your answer you heard this the last time or what your answer was the last time you heard this gospel. And your answer might be different the next time you hear this gospel. But what is it today? Because what our answer does, brothers and sisters, is it illuminates something about what's going on in our life today. What's happening within me right now that I need you for, Lord? God already knows what that is. But do you and I know what that is? And I think the more we can know that, the more we can say, Lord, God is already present. God already knows what our need is. And he's there um, assisting us in that need. And this may give us an occasion not only to see Christ's presence within what our need is, but to thank God for his presence, for being there in that need. You know, I love this because, you know, Peter answers, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God, even though their understanding, meaning the apostles and Peter's, of course, they, they had no idea in a full sense of what the Christ meant yet. That's where Jesus is going gonna, is gonna to go here. But I love how Jesus ultimately says, well, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. I want to use a different translation of this. I'm going to use it from the message. It's a translation put together by Eugene Peterson, and it's a wonderful translation. I don't use it solely on its own. I like to keep it around the New America and the NAB, the translation we've been using. But I want I, it because it, it helps me see the scripture for a first time because he puts it in different words, and I love it. And here is Jesus' retort to Simon Peter after he um, names Jesus as the Christ, the Messiah. Jesus came back. God bless you, Simon, son of Jonah. You didn't get that answer out of books or from teachers. My Father in heaven, God himself let you in on the secret of who I really am. And now I'm going to tell you who you are, really are, you are Peter, a rock. And then he keeps going on. But I love that image of what he says. You, you know who I am. God opened your heart and you, to your credit, listened to your heart 
and share that out loud here. You know, you've revealed who I am. Well, now I want to reveal to you who you are. Brothers and sisters, I think that's where our gospel today leads us. It leads us to these two questions. Well, one question and one answer. The question Jesus imposes is, who do we, who do we today, you and I, say that he is in our life? And we need to just chew on that. And we need to answer it honestly, because as I said, that is going to be, it's going to open up to us what our area of need is today. That God already knows. And he's already there. Who is he today? He is that hope. He is that ground of my being today. Because in the midst of this world that is a storm, you are the foundation. You are the only thing that I know is firm. Thank you, Lord, for being that. Whatever that is. You know what I mean? But the other thing is, then we need to open ourselves and say, okay, God, I'm going to put that same question to you. Who do you say that I am? Jesus, I've been pondering who you are in my life, and I'm grateful for that. But now I need to know, who do you say that I am? And the only way we get that answer, brothers and sisters, is by sitting in silence and opening our heart. And do you know what? God's going to reveal. God's going to reveal the answer. And that's a wonderful one. This is far less dangerous than when Jesus asks, okay, guys, who are people out there saying, I, you know, I am? Because you know what? People have a tendency to judge and judge poorly. And I don't, I don't want to hear that oftentimes. That scares me. But our God, I want to hear his answer every day, every hour. Brothers and sisters, these are the questions today that our lives hinge on. Who do we say Jesus is? And just as importantly, just as importantly, I think we, we ask directly, who do you say that I am? Because I need to know. Brothers and sisters, there's so much more in this gospel we could talk about, but I think this is good enough for today. The two questions. Okay, Jesus, you've asked me one. I'm going to ask the same to you. And brothers and sisters, our lives are and will be different based on the answer to those two questions. Who do you say that I am? He asks us. And we reflect it back. Okay, Lord, who do you say that I am? Let's pray. So we continue through the uh, joyful mysteries, my friends, trusting our God already knows our needs. So let's put it before him. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. The fourth joyful mystery, the presentation in the temple. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. 
Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. And St. Peter, pray for us. My friends, be well this Thursday. God's blessings on the rest of your day. And I look forward to us breaking open God's scripture again tomorrow. God's peace.